Today's podcast is brought to you by Kim Jong-un. He's the pudgy $6 million man. Just when you think you've got him, he springs back up and starts licking his hindquarters like a plump little cat. Kim Jong-un, welcome back, Un. Every morning I've been waking alone. Open my eyes and I stare at my phone. I can't believe it's been a whole damn year of me checking the news to see if we're still here. But the truth is I don't know if anybody will last. Welcome to the Justin News Podcast. My name is Justin Cross, and today I am joined with the entire Justin News Podcast squad for another rousing edition of Tweets from Deadbeats. Corey, Kristen, Jake the Snake, and Mike, how are y'all doing tonight? Great. There we go. Thanks for having us. So, okay, in Mississippi, in Gulfport at least, you can do, uh, you can like walk around with beer. Like it's a, it's for some reason it's totally legal to do that, and so my life hasn't Before really the changed. Was that? Before the quarantine, it was legal, yeah. or it's legal during? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, sorry, beforehand. Sorry to no, no, beforehand. So, so basically, like the the whole to go alcohol thing is is totally cool here, uh, which has made actually cool. It's actually made everything a lot better. Uh, except for the fact that it's still Mississippi, but like, how, like, do you guys have like, are those is that legal out? Like, you know, Kristen, you're in California. Snake, you're in yeah. Georgia. Is that cool? Can you guys can do that? No, yeah. I mean, it's you can get. Uh, well, I actually saw somebody on Instagram that ordered cocktails through like DoorDash or something, and then they showed their ID through the window. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was their way of obtaining the alcohol via quarantine. I mean, in Los Angeles over the last month during the quarantine, they've they've loosened all of those kind of laws. So you can get takeout alcohol from wherever. And yep, takeout, go, everything. Yeah. Since there's nobody on the street, you can go drink out there too and do whatever, do whatever you want. Yeah, pretty much. If you stand within 10 feet of the restaurant, they'll just open up a fire hose filled with light beer and you just position yourself on <laughs> the... That's great. Yeah, Snake, I got to ask you, you uh you live in Georgia, so you live in Atlanta. You guys were like the first state to really not give a fuck about any sort of laws. <laughs> How is that going for you? Well, it's yet to be seen. I, I think uh most of the people that have sense about them are not really listening to those quote-unquote orders. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, Corey. You're you. You guys aren't far behind over and isn't it like everybody can go to the beach now. Is that that's? Have you guys done any of that? No, uh, you know, I'm not a huge DeSantis fan, but you know, essential businesses include WWE. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Gator <laughs> Wrestling Enterprises. <laughs> This is not like a joke. These are actual. Like I, I heard actually, Corey, you'll appreciate this. Jacksonville and Snake, you too. Jacksonville, uh, I think, is hosting on this Saturday the first uh, actual like, like professional sporting event is going to be in in held in. It's like a boxing event, uh, whatever, or maybe it's MMA. I don't know, but it's one of I, it's one of those, and it's going to be held without fans. But yeah, they're going for it down there. They, they are going for it. <laughs> Florida, Florida and Georgia are really just leaning into the brainlessness. Are they going to be fighting in uh, backwards hats and sandals, or are they going to take those off? Before? 
It's going to be at that band, the band cell at Jack's Beach. <laughs> I think they're going to be wearing those sandals with like, uh, you know, those sandals that were popular during the 90s or early 2000s that had like the, the beer cap openers on the bottom? <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Well, clearly uh, you have never been to the opening of the Beaches Festival or the <laughs> Crawfish Festival. <laughs> I guess not. Or the Blues Festival. It's it's literally, Kristen. I don't know. Like you are, you're a residential like person under the age of thirty here. Um, but like, is it was that ever popular? Has it ever been popular? Like in your like among your friends of like was that ever a thing where people would have like beer cap openers on their sandals? Definitely not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely not. I know that that was a thing in the 90s, but I think for the most part, everyone just kind of has it like on their keys, you know? <laughs> I still can't even picture it. I don't, is it like in, in the sole or is it on the tip? Like it's in the, yeah, it's like in the, like under the meat of the foot. You just, you can lift your foot. <laughs> and you have to take this thing that's been in contact with like the filthiest surfaces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's where coronavirus like it wasn't Wuhan it was actually uh it was the bottom of a sandal of some guy in Jacksonville Beach (laughs) it was bike week um oh man my favorite part about that by the way my favorite part about that exchange was that uh snake um snake referred to where this was on your foot as the meat of your foot (laughs) no I I'm not a podiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, before we get going, guys, uh, do you all have any sort of tweets that have stood out to you over the past week or two since we last met uh, that, that you'd like to share with, with uh, you know, all of us and, and obviously the audience out there? Uh, so I was, I was glancing at, at Trump today, checking things out, and uh, I, I, this is from six or so hours ago. Um, and I just don't even know what to make of this. It, it says, wow, exclamation point. Congratulations to Greg Gutfeld, a one-time Trump hater who has come all the way home. His ratings easily beat no-talent Stephen Colbert, nice guy Jimmy Fallon, and wacko last-placer Jimmy Kimmel. Greg built his show from scratch and did a great job in doing so. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm reading this and I'm like thinking, you know, okay, maybe if this was like a year ago, two years ago, sure, Trump's an asshole, he's obsessed with ratings, he's narcissistic, he's lying, you know, that's all fine. But we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Like, I just feel like that, tw- that tweet is so much more inappropriate because of that. Like, what is he doing talking about this? And he's wrong and he's lying. He doesn't know he's lying because he's an idiot. But like... It just seems so out of place to me. Yeah, I mean, and I know this isn't the crowd to, like, survey on this one, but, like, if you mention the names Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert, uh, Jimmy Fallon, and Greg Gutfield, I'm pretty sure the one I wouldn't know anything about is Greg Gutfield. I have no idea who this 
<laughs> yeah, he sucks. I mean, I know who he is, but he sucks. <laughs> and like, like Mike was saying, aside from everything else, it's it's not true either, right? Like, I don't think he actually like. There's no possible way any what the show that he's on is more popular than Gobert. Gobert. I I took a double check because I, I like to check my facts sometimes, you know. Yeah, which is the thing you should do just for fun. Um, and and basically, it's like I think. He had a number that was slightly higher than Colbert, except you can't compare them because he airs once a week and Colbert airs five nights a week. So they're not even in the same category. Like, you can't actually compare their ratings. So, right. I don't, and it was just like once. So, I don't know, whatever. It's just so inappropriate for him to be talking about that right now. Well, like, who gives and, a fuck? And also, like, is Greg Gutfield a comedian? Like, I don't get the. It's all like he compared this guy to like these three comedians like i don't is that what well, that sort of becomes a like an esoteric question like are you a comedian as <laughs> you call yourself one or do you have to actually be funny <laughs> the fox news guy right greg gutfield Feld? <laughs> Gut- yeah, yeah that guy yeah. the fucking guy he's just i have no idea i'm just asking for anyone i think he probably considers himself a comedian I fox could... news funny shows there is there is this guy who um, this is a side point, but I I told you guys before the show like I was interviewing some some uh, some folks out in Nebraska, and there's this one this one guy who's a Democrat, and he's a very moderate. Like he called himself in an email to me like a conservative, like a conservative moderate or something like that. And uh, he but then he pointed me to this interview. He's like I did this interview with this like comedian. I guess it's a Nebraska guy who hosts a radio show there. And it was like comedian like Mike Smith or whatever his name is. And I listened to the interview and this guy just sounded, he sounded like a Rush Limbaugh wannabe. And there was nothing at all. Like this guy was polished. Like this guy clearly like does like spends a lot of time on the radio and knows how to like talk, I guess. But he was in no way at all. There was nothing funny or even trying to be funny throughout the interview. And I'm like, how the, like... I get it. Like comedy is hard, and sometimes you're not always like throwing bullseyes every day. But like, this dude wasn't even fucking trying. And I feel like that's what like as long as you, it's. I don't know. Like to your point, Corey. Like I don't know. It, you're right. It is kind of an esoteric question because I don't know if you're like funny one time at a bar. Does that make you a comedian? Like, you know. I'm trying to think. I was trying to think while you were talking of an exception to the like. There's no funny right wingers thing but like i really i really can't think of one i can't i really can't i think you'd have to say and this is i could be wrong but dennis miller has to be the closest resemblance but he's not funny anymore he used to be funny no. so i got one i got one how about how about adam carolla uh yeah i guess begrudgingly even though he's kind of he's kind of his own thing, but I think he identifies as like a conservative or like a fiscal conservative or something like that. I'll admit, I I used to like Home Improvement, so I don't know. Tim Allen. Yeah. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> is Tim Allen a conservative? Yeah, he's now, which is fucking crazy. He's, he was arrested for cocaine trafficking, but yeah, but conservatives like that cocaine. You, I mean, Jared Kushner looks like a guy who's done some cocaine, right? <laughs> still does like only somebody with like an insane amount of self-confidence would look at like what's happening now and be like yeah we're doing a fucking awesome job 
<laughs> I'd love, I'd love in like in like eight years if we just find out there was so much cocaine happening in the White House, and that that would just explain everything. Well, my well Trump, Trump is, is fucked out of his head sometimes. Like you can see his eyeballs are like saucers. If I can, if I can put in a shameless plug for this podcast while we're doing this podcast, because that's something that Greg Gutfield would do. Um, (laughs) well, I, I I had, uh, Noel Kassler, comedian, Noel Kassler, who is a real comedian, very funny guy, uh, on the podcast before, and he's going to be back on the podcast, uh, this week. And he talks a lot about Trump's Adderall use. And he's like, he is he is swearing up and down. Like this guy used to work for him at um, on The Apprentice, and so he's he worked with Trump and Ivanka and Jared and all that kind of stuff. So he's he he dishes a lot of dirt on all this stuff. But he his the biggest thing is he swears up and down Trump is addicted to Adderall. Wow. Yeah. That makes so much. That really surprised me. Yeah. Yeah, he said, and, and also that he, he does drink, or he has drank, but he likes the stimulants. And so that's the whole thing, is like he's just a stimulant abuser. I mean, he, yeah, so I don't know. This, but yeah, Corey, there was like a video that went viral, uh, or I say viral, I don't know. It lasts for five minutes, but like his eyes were, like you said, saucers, and he was slurring his words. It was, I mean, yeah, the, the, he's on fucking something. seeing the same thing I am like when <laughs> the president of the United States sounds like this person just... absolutely um, well any other any other tweets you guys got that you want to throw out um, I just thought this was funny so a couple of days ago Trump tweeted a video I guess it was like sent to him um, but it's a video of all of these people on this lake in boats all boating together there's probably like 30 boats in this video right and they're all cheering and they have trump flags and they have american flags and they're all like cheering for trump and he captioned it thank you very much to our beautiful in quotations voters i will never let you down um first of all i watched it and i laughed because i mean i i like to go boating but in this situation, he's, like, thanking these people that are basically all, like, white, probably middle-upper class, saying that he'll never let them down. Like, you've pretty much... I mean, you're pretty much, you've pretty much already done that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I just thought it was funny because it's just so ridiculous that, you know, he gets sent this content of all of his fans, and his first thought is, like, I'm going to post this, and I'm going to thank them. Oh, so yeah. Thanks to all these beautiful boaters out there. And they're all like, there's like 30 or 40 boats in this small space in this lake. And they're all just like, yeah, Trump. Right. Bags and MAGA hats everywhere. Totally. It, it, and, and, I, and I literally looked at it and I was like, I think this is what it looks like at the gates of hell. <laughs> <laughs> this exact scene. <laughs> I've always contended for, or at least for a long time, that, that, Kind of to your point, like if you just, if you just like, like if I change everything today and I just for like three weeks, maybe a month, like went full on MAGA, I could, I feel like I could get him to retweet the podcast, you know, or I could get him to retweet 
what I what we're doing here because I, I think that would be because he's so he'll retweet anybody at any time as long as they which by the way reminds me did you guys hear the story about how uh what what are their faces um the two women who are like die they got kicked off Fox News oh, Diamond and Silk yeah Diamond, Diamond and Silk oh yeah he's been retweeting them yeah D- like they got booted. How fucking horrible do you have to be to get booted from Fox News? Yeah. He's just looking for any kind of, like, positive attention, you know? Yeah. We should really talk about doing that, because you could get, you could probably get a precedent credential to uh, one of the daily briefings. You said nice things about him for, like, two weeks. <laughs> you should do, you should, like, announce in a podcast that that's what you're going to do, and we'll all be behind you. And in on the joke, and all of your fans will will be in on it, and Trump will have no idea because there's no way he's going to actually listen to any of your podcasts. That's true. And go go for it for like whatever two weeks, a month, and it he'll do it. He'll retweet it, and you can rejoice. Hashtag something something funny, and uh, yeah, it'll be great. That's you know what? What do you guys think about that? You think we should we should do that? Is that worth? Is that a worthwhile? I th- I think that could be. I think it would work, but I don't know if it's worth it. (laughs) I think it'd be worth it just to prove that he'll fucking retweet anything. That's true. And it would make you a little bit famous. I'm only half kidding that he'd give you a press credential because (laughs) you are significantly, everything we do is significantly more polished than OAN, and those people are (laughs) at that's, ex- that's exactly what I was thinking, Corey. I was like, well, what if I came in with a fake OAN print, like just something that was made off of like a, a Kinko's printer, and I put your some... Brother does, your brother does, or did you do the web stuff? I mean, did you just make a, like, make a fake thing that all it does is say nice shit about Trump? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can make yes. a, we can make up. We can make up like a fake publication, but, you know, it'll yes. be like... The American U.S. News Network or something like that. It'll be, and we'll have like a symbol of like an eagle on it, and like in a in a flag. And maybe, I will one hundred percent write stories, and I have a mullet wig, so I can like do all that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, all right, we're gonna come back yeah, to that. But I, I mean, I just wanted to share that just because him saying, you know, to the specific demographic, like these are probably, like I said, middle to upper class white people that, I mean, you can tell because they have boats. Um, but him saying, I will never let you down. It just further proves like this is the group that he is, yeah. you know, wanting to support solely. Well, I and, and his supporters, obviously, but yeah. he doesn't really care about any other group. <laughs> I Sorry. What does it say? I own a boat. I wonder if he's talking about me. I hope so. <laughs> he's a paddle boat? A paddle boat, yeah. There you go. Okay, he's definitely talking about you. Well, I tell you what. Today's computer show was brought to you by Shooters Bar and Grill in Alabaster, Alabama. Bourbon and rifles, that's what we do. All of our firing ranges are six feet away, so you can do the distance shenanigans if you want to take a shot of bourbon and then take a shot of a sweet 12 gauge come on down just off i-65 near the mcdonald's if you see pussycat strip club you've done gone too far and i've been listening to old bob dylan 
He was saying this before we were children I like to think writing words is my calling Everybody heard him and still the heart rain is falling So I wonder if it's worth it to believe anything If I know my song well before I start singing Does it matter at all? Um, Alright, well let's get going with the game guys uh, First question here This is Tweets from Deadbeats If you are listening We uh, we welcome both your comments On how we can uh, break into the White House And work for the Republican National Committee Uh but we also welcome you to play along with us with tweets from from Deadbeats, where we explore the Twitter feeds of folks who uh, suck. And so, first question on the board here: This GOP senator tweeted, "Quote: There's a hierarchy in leftist values. Number one, Trump bad. Number two, must defend Chinese communists. Apparently." Both one and two are more important to the left than free speech, artistic expression, or gay rights. Why not free speech, art, telling the truth, and civil rights for everyone? Was this crazy socialist hippie A. Ted Cruz B. Mitch McConnell C. Rand Paul or D. Marco Rubio Let's start with Kristen. Oh, man. I'm going to go with D. Marco Rubio. All right. Uh, Snake Craney. Can I get the choices one more time? I was going to say Rubio. Now I want to change. We got <laughs> we got Ted Cruz, Mitch McConnell, um, Rand Paul, and Marco Rubio. God. What a Mount Rushmore of folks that is. I'm going to say Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Uh, Stocksdale, what do you got? I also think it's Ted Cruz. It was so douchey. It had to be Ted. It had to be. And and Corey? It wasn't a Bible quote, so I'm thinking Ted Cruz. And the answer is Ted Cruz. Very nice. Yes. Um... That's uh yeah he is he's he's pretty douchey and not a Bible verse uh, so could not have been Marco Rubio. Uh, by the way, I will say after interviewing these Nebraska candidates, I like the the Ben Sass who's the the senator from Nebraska reminds me a lot of Marco Rubio, or at least what Marco Rubio kind of used to be, where people thought he was reasonable and maybe bipartisan a little bit and open to like. Ideas that are fairly reasonable. No, Ben Sass is just, he's like, he says stuff, but he votes with Trump like 99% of the time. Um, and he happens to be like younger than 70, so people seem to like him. Um, all right, number two, The Hill, the website The Hill, uh, news publication, whatever, tweeted a quote from Trump, from this Trump advisor quote, Biden deserved better treatment from President Obama. He got much better treatment from the current president. Uh, let's go ahead and let's go back to Kristen on this. Um, here are the choices. Again, the quote is, Biden deserved better treatment from President Obama. He got much better treatment from the current president. It was this Trump advisor. Was it A, Larry Kudlow? B, Chief of Staff Mark Meadows? C, Kelly Ann Conway? Or D, uh, new uh, White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany? Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to go with D. 
Kaylee McEnany. Okay. Uh, Corey, what do you think? Let's go. Uh, Mark Meadows was one of my choices, yeah. Snake. Mark Flowery Meadows. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Stocksdale. I'll go with Mark Meadows. Man. Uh, surprising, especially on a day where uh, Trump went after Kellyanne Conway's husband, George Conway, for a, uh, a TV ad that he posted along with uh, some other folks from the Lincoln Project. Uh, it was Kellyanne Conway. Kellyanne Conway tweeted that out. So, Is she, she's still an advisor for Trump? I don't know how. I honestly, I don't know what the... I feel somebody's got something on somebody. I don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I just haven't even heard of her in a while, but I guess I don't watch stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good thing. Well, well, the the thing is, is that George Conway, her husband, like hates Trump, and he's like constantly, you know, mocking him and all this kind of stuff on Twitter. And then he's he and these other uh, these other like moderate or whatever Republicans have decided to form this group called the Lincoln Project. And essentially, it's a Republican group that's going after Donald Trump that, like, hates him. And so they did this ad. I don't know if you guys follow this, but they did this ad uh, that went out, like, last night. And it was a it was a kind of a satire, kind of a mocking the uh, morning in America from, from Ronald Reagan, which was, like, a popular ad back then. And it just went after Trump saying, like, he's failing us and, like, people, you know, the economy's in the shitter and all this stuff. Um, and Trump went nuts. Like Trump went fucking nuts all day on on Twitter and all you know when he woke up and saw this and so yet you know at the same time like Kellyanne Conway is like the the person who goes on TV and is I don't know what the fuck that relationship is all about but um, the answer They've is definitely Conway. banged come on <laughs> <laughs> well some some people think that Kellyanne Conway is one of the like long term uh, leakers and kind of people. I feel like there's got to be something there. Uh, I like the idea that there is a leaker. I like that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go. Number three here. We've got, by the way, uh, I guess there's a three-way tie right now. So uh, between Snake, uh, Mike, and Corey. Um, let's go with the uh, – okay, so we'll start with Snake on this one. Uh Number three, this person has a pinned tweet, uh, a pinned tweet that reads, quote, I can't believe I have to say this, but please don't drink bleach. Again, this now I, this is tweets from deadbeats. This person, in my opinion, not a deadbeat, uh, but uh, the quote is, I can't believe I have to say this, but please don't drink bleach. Is that A, Chuck Schumer, B, Nancy Pelosi, C, Joe Biden, or D, feel the burn, Sanders. Well, I think it's a very valid tweet, uh, very sound advice, always. Um, I'm gonna go with Papa Joe Biden. Papa Joe Biden, uh, Corey. I think it's Schumer. Uh, Stocksdale. Yeah, I was gonna go with Chuck as well. And Kristen. I'm gonna go with Joe Biden. Ooh. Kristen climbs back in, in the mix, and Snake takes a commanding lead. It was Joe Biden right there. Joe Biden. I actually wow. uh, first first lead I've ever had in this game. 
Congrats, man. I was I was actually pretty surprised when I saw that from from old Joe. I was like, okay, I like this. I like this. He had a Red Bull before that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm the debates. I mean, are you guys the debates? They're going to be insane <laughs> between these two people. I don't even. I don't even want to think about it. No, it's going to be so entertaining. It's going to be so entertaining. Best ratings, better ratings. At least one person on here follows the Joe Biden insult bot on Twitter. No, <laughs> I need that. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty amazing. I mean, but I will say, just just throwing this out there because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of this going around on the on the left. Are you guys all? And beyond, it's cool if you're not, you know. But are you guys all supporting Biden when it comes down to it? Define support. <laughs> <laughs> will you, I guess we'll start with: Will you be voting for Joe? Yes, I think. <laughs> will, will you? Will you text or campaign in some form or another for Joe? No. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like I'm as far to the left as you can. You know, before you start brushing your teeth with a uh, like a twig instead of a toothbrush, but like, <laughs> I, I think you know my favorite thing is I saw like Noam Chomsky was getting interviewed by somebody about you know voting and blah blah. blah and he's like, well, there's a lot of things that you can argue about, but you can't argue with arithmetic. And <laughs> in our system, you if you don't vote for you know I live in Florida, you don't vote for him, you're helping Trump. Yeah, yeah. Kristen, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'm voting for Biden because anybody other than Trump at this point, do I support him? No. (laughs) Which is really sad because it has gotten to the point where I don't even support the person that I'm voting for. But, you know, he's he's creepy and he's senile, but at least I know that the people that are on his side are a little bit more sane than the people that are on Trump's team, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I, I do think that he's uh he certainly has the ability to get a good team around him. And I think that I will say if for as I don't know if I'm totally with you on like I, I get he's it's fair to say he has lost his fastball. Uh <laughs> but uh. but uh but I you know I think that he he's still He's still with it enough to figure out. Okay, I, I, you know, I need to get more people on board. I, I hope that he gets a good VP pick. Um, but I think no, that, definitely. And I think that the VP pick will help him. Absolutely, will help him. But I know for him solely, in my personal opinion, I mean, definitely not the best candidate for the Democrats. Yeah, I, I agree there. I agree. How about you, Stocksdale Snake? What, any any thoughts you want to throw out there on on Biden? Go ahead, Jake. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm in Georgia. I'm absolutely voting for Biden. I, I I don't see any other way around it. I mean, he's probably not who I would have chosen out of the pool, but you know the the money speaks, and you got to go with the money that you believe in, if that makes sense. Well, Snake, let me ask you, out of the out of the pool, Joe Biden was the one that showed off his hairy legs. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, 
<laughs> I don't know if you remember that comment, but uh, he had some weird like gaff about like having hairy legs or something. But like, well, the thing was, he said like kids can grab onto his leg hair was the like the other half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel a kinship with hairy leg folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, I know you're you're in LA, and and uh, this is the first you've heard of the news all week. This podcast, so. <laughs> get my news every three weeks when we do this podcast <laughs> I appreciate it. any joe biden thoughts before we move I mean, on i think i think the the young leftist liberals like myself uh and Kristen, you know the young people <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you, mean, you mean Kristen and the people who are your students <laughs> hey, what are you talking about no, I think we learned. I think we learned a lesson last time with Clinton. I think we learned what happens if you're uninspired by a candidate, and then you don't mobilize. We get Trump. So I, I think people are going to mobilize in like a kind of boring, sad fashion and go vote for Joe. And I'll be one of them. And I think it's fine. He's he's not he's not my my guy, but you know, he's fine. And uh, maybe he can excite me with his VP pick. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I think I I do think that the VP pick is going to make more like, the VP, not just the pick, but also depending on. Uh, I mean, I, I think the VP could matter more than we we can even imagine right now because Biden's seventy eight years old, so there's a decent chance that whoever's VP could be president, uh, whether it happens in, in one form or another. And uh, I also think that the influence, you could see what happened with George W. Bush, where Cheney was making a lot of the calls. I think that you could have that same situation, at least when it comes to like influence over policy. So I don't know. I, I think I think in, in I think you make a good point, though, Mike, like we've seen what the fuck happens when people don't. Even though Bi- Biden was my least favorite choice. Well, Bloomberg was, but Biden was a, <laughs> Biden was a close second. I mean, I think that I think you have to like I don't know, put your blinders on and start cheering. For, you know, I, I I shouldn't say put your blinders on, but I think that not you know putting out text messages supporting them it's important. But um, well, I'm curious, like, excuse my ignorance, but first of all, could he actually pick Obama, Barack as his VP? Is there a law against that? And if there is, could he pick Michelle? And I don't know if either of those are on his radar, but wouldn't that just seal the deal? I, I think he could. I, I mean, you guys, Corey, you, you're pretty versed in this, but I, I'm pretty sure that he could pick Obama, Barack, and he certainly could pick Michelle. I, and he's actually mentioned it in an interview that he would consider Michelle if she was, if she was actually interested in doing it. And I heard that Michelle said... Basically, if it came down to it, she would do it for the good of the country. Th- these are things. Again, this is not like well researched, but I feel like this is what things I've heard in the in, in that world. Didn't he swear he was picking a woman in the last debate? Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask who you who all of you thought he was going to pick between Elizabeth and Kamala Harris. I'm uh, Michelle. I'm hoping he picks Stacey Abrams, but I'm, I, I, I'm what I'm reading is Kamala's the favorite. Okay. You're I, I'd be fine with that. I would prefer Warren. I, I feel like he's going to do something like Klobuchar, though. Hmm. 
Doesn't so, he already have the Midwest vote because of who he is? Does he need her? I don't. I don't know what the calculus is. I mean, frankly, if you look at that, if you look at the polling, the media has like a, a best interest in making it seem like it's going to be a really close race. I think he can probably pick whoever he wants, really. Right. Like I, I think. The polling I followed, actually, I mean, I think with bring, trying to bring the party together, that idea, and, and also just name recognition, Warren is Warren is a... I, I'm leaning more in Warren's favor. I liked Abrams, and I still like her a lot, but I do think that just when... Not that, you know, you're going against Trump, so I don't know if this really means much, but, like, the the experience of Warren, I think may help also being able to pull progressives helps so i i lean a little bit personally towards warren uh i've also heard floated the governor of new mexico who i don't know anything about frankly but i've heard she's done a nice job with the with everything with the coronavirus so um you know i i don't know i i I would in some ways I, i would hope that there'd be a little not just obviously a female but maybe more diversity but I think Warren could do so much just with trying to be able to bring the party together and also just for progressive ideals. And I personally voted for her, so I don't know. But um, Warren's What'd you say, Mike? I just said Warren's great. I love Warren. She's a little old, though, right? Then we need somebody kind of younger because Biden's so old. Yeah. Eh, six years. She's she's a young 72. She's... <laughs> She's a she's a robust fighter. You know, yeah, uh, 70, anyway. you, know who, you know who's a young old person is RBG. I think that I think that Elizabeth Warren kind of encapsulates that as well. Who can he choose? RBG is his running mate. <laughs> <laughs> she literally had surgery today. I think, or she had to be hospitalized today. So, I uh, please stay alive. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, live from the hospital, I'm the VP. <laughs> yeah, at this point, who knows, who needs to know if she actually needs to show up to anything. She could just phone it in, so. Um, <laughs> well, Has anyone ever needed to stay alive more than she needs to stay alive? No. Oh, my God. No, I don't think so. I think, you know, but this is good, though. I think we're starting to, this is kind of a good little uh, think tank. On we, You know what, I, I'm not saying right now we need to endorse a a VP candidate, but anything to help get the podcast out there, you know, maybe we come up with our own official endorsements here. Um, we certainly can. I'm wondering what happened to this game. Did I win? Is that why we did, got distracted? <laughs> <laughs> Snake's, Snake's like, I got to put a, a baby to bed right now. I, I got to go. Um, <laughs> I know. No, we, we will get, let's, all right, let's get back to the game. To Snake's point, <laughs> Snake is ready to walk away. He's ready to call it. But, uh, no, uh, Snake's ready to roll away over yeah. into the sheets. Well, you're, you're going to get the honors here, Snake. Uh, number four, I think we're on number four. Yes, four. This representative retweeted Donald Trump regarding well-run states supporting poorly-run states. Yet, this person's state is within the top five among those who receive federal aid. I'll repeat real quick. This representative retweeted Donald Trump regarding well-run states supporting poorly run states, yet this person's state is within the top five among those who receive federal aid. Is it A, <laughs> is it A, KIV, uh, governor of Alabama, B, Cindy Hyde-Smith, senator of Mississippi, 
C, ben, uh, Brian Kemp, governor of Georgia, or D, Rick Scott, senator from Florida. Snake, you got the honors. Oh, my goodness. Uh, um, Hypocrisy well, like, in action here. I feel like I, I know Kemp fairly well, and he's just sort of a, a, a yes man, so I don't think he would say anything like that. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the the representative from Mississippi, Cindy Hyde Smith. All right, uh, let's go, Corey. Uh, let's go, Alabama. K. Ivy, Governor of Alabama. Uh, let's go, Kristen. Um, I'm gonna go Florida, Rick Scott. And Stocksdale. I think since Corey didn't choose Florida. It can't be Florida. So I'll go with Alabama as well. Oh, man. Uh, Kristen, you are back in the mix. Uh, it was Rick oh. Scott, senator from Florida. Ah, Corey. Oh, I know. <laughs> Killing me. Mike's strategy of going off of everything Corey <laughs> says is really coming back to haunt him. I think Mike had his... He usually is more in the shadows with his, like shittiness so that is a little surprising to me yeah i mean i don't i i don't know he i mean him i thought about pulling a desantis tweet but i said no no let's let's go let's go for the guy from farda who actually looks like a penis and uh you know looks like one too so um i okay what is our score at snake's got two I think Kristen's got. Two. Are we all like tied up, or what, what, where are we at? Now? I got one. Yeah, one. I only have one. And I feel like Kristen might have three. I might be misremembering that, but. Well, she she was the one. You got yeah, because I think she got number one wrong. You guys got number one right, but then she's pulled. She's come back, so um, it doesn't matter because this question's for with <laughs> all the marbles anyway. Like none of this. Yeah, yeah, none of this matters. I want that box of steak, man. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say, where's my check for winning? <laughs> well, well, maybe it'll come right now because it is. Uh, as we mentioned in the beginning, it's Cinco de Mayo, and uh, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't have a Cinco de Mayo related tweet from our dear leader Donald Trump, who tweeted, t- "Quote: Owners of this restaurant uh, to President at real Donald Trump." Uh, Latinos are going to vote for you because you're doing a very good job. Hashtag Latinos for Trump. This was this was a tr- uh, this was a tweet from Donald Trump to Donald Trump, but he included a name of a restaurant in it. Was it A. Cadoba, B. Chipotle, C. Taco Bell, or D. Sammy's Mexican Restaurant? Kristen, let's start with you. Um, wait, can you say D again? Sammy's Mexican restaurant? That's right. Okay. Well, I don't, man, I don't know what that is. I mean, I'm going to go with, I think Chipotle, I think Chipotle is pretty woke. So I'm going to go with Taco Bell, but I don't think that's right. Okay. So Kristen's going Taco Bell. Snake, let's go with you. Oh my goodness. I was going to say Taco Bell because it's such a corporate restaurant and it would benefit from Trump, but I've got to go with Sammy's, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> Corey. I think it's Sammy's. Mike. 
I'm glad you asked me last because I just I read this as I was perusing. It, it's Sammy's. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, I like how this this all started the same way that it, it began with Kristen <laughs> being the only one going first and having to take the bullet. And uh, yes, it was Sammy's Mexican restaurant, <laughs> which literally what like any I don't know I don't know. Again, this just serves the. It, it it goes back to our original premise, which is like, there's no doubt that if we if we pull together uh, one eighth of our brains, uh, we can be in a White House press briefing, uh, like at least within the month. So, is Sammy's a, a Taco John's knockoff. <laughs> Maybe it's his brother. <laughs> that. That was a strange tweet, by the way. I read. I was gonna maybe. I was thinking about using that one, but I, I had to read it twice to even understand what was happening. Because Donald Trump retweeted Team Trump, which says in parentheses, "Text Trump to something something something," and then it started talking about a restaurant I've never heard. It was very confusing to me. And then it says hashtag Latinos for Trump. Right, but it's it's he didn't actually. Or like the like the people from Sammy's didn't actually say Latinos for Trump or like he basically just made a tweet because he had two people from a restaurant like get up yeah. on stage. I think it was in Arizona today is where he did it because he flew to Arizona. Right. For I don't know why, but should have said two Latinos for Trump. <laughs> there's a there's a trend on TikTok that I've been seeing, and it's like people of color that are supporting Trump, but it's because they want to get like the money in the check. And then they're like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like after they say what he tells them to say, he's like, okay, I'm done. They're just straight up using him. What yeah. kind of a check are we talking about? I don't know, but you know what? It seems like he's the kind of person to do that, to pay people to say things about him, you know? Yes. Yes. Well, guys, thanks so much for uh obviously uh great to talk to you guys again and uh yeah, I hope we we'll probably do this again next week. Thanks everyone. Thank you. Yeah, thanks man. Stay talk safe. Stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. Have a good one. Godspeed. <laughs>